We are about to go live with Helen. Hi. Adrian is in the house. <laughs> and we have a female engineer, which is Hell yeah. making me feel happy. <laughs> I know it'll get done. And I need to know your handle. So all the perverts that follow me can start following you. Yes. Because <laughs> they will. <laughs> She said, Adrian said, because they will. <laughs> Are you ready to go live in like 40 seconds? Yeah, it's fine. This mic is the worst. It is. It's super sensitive. Well, it won't. Um, no, 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 no. It won't stay. It's going gonna, it's gonna to eventually fall until it's like this. So I have to. We running this rap shit. Memphis Bleak, we running this rap shit. B Mac, we running this rap shit. Freeway, we running this rap shit. Owen Sparks, we running this rap shit. Chris and Neek, we running this rap shit. The takeover, the break's over, nigga. God MC, me, J Hover. What's up, everybody? Ida Rodriguez back with another episode of Truth Serum, and that was. Over. Woo, the takeover. Today's one of today's topics is beef. And um, we're gonna be talking about all kinds of beef, not just, you know, black rapper beef. We're gonna talk about white girl, no hip, no rhythm beef too. But before we get on to that, you know how I like to start. Um I saw uh the view today and I saw uh was it Eric Michael Dyson? What's his name? Um not Eric. I keep I get confused with the writers. Huh? Michael Eric Dyson came shooting straight from the hip. I don't know if you guys saw that today, but when I tell you he came for white supremacy and bigotry and racism, they, they were like, hey, how you doing? He was like, hi, I'm, I'm doing fine. I hate racists and bigotry. And he went so hard. It was so awesome to watch somebody on daytime television take their – you can tell that they cut his segment short. Whoopi was like, well, we can't wait to get you back here again. Sorry you got to go. We don't want to get canceled. But it was just so awesome to watch. And I'm so excited about this show because I have one of those kinds of people in the studio today. Um, you know, I want to start my shows off now with my comedian friends because comedians are so funny. They have something to say. And right now we're standing on the front line of all of the injustices that are taking place in the world. And I got, you know, Helen Hong is in the house. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're here. And, you know, Helen is Helen is an actress, a comedian, an activist. She's a voice. You, I mean, she's on... Uh, Nickelodeon's Thundermans, Jane the Virgin, Blunt Talk, but she's also like on CNN <laughs> and she's on NPR. And PBS. She's, yeah, PBS yeah. on the stages and smashing comedy left and right, not afraid, unapologetic. And uh, it's one of the reasons why I really like fuck with it. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Well, I think I really am of the mind that you can't stand on the sidelines right now. No. Like now is not the sideline standing time. Like now is when you got to get into it. That's right. Because shit is going down. I'm sorry. Can I curse? Yes. (laughs) I said I fuck with you. That's how it started. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) 
And you just can't, you can't, if you're not like out swinging, then you're accepting the bullshit that's going on in our country right now. And a lot of it is completely unacceptable. That's why I appreciate that guy going on The View and oh, like, yeah. and being like, yo, if you're a racist, I'm going to call you out for being a racist. And he was very, very, like he did not mince words, um, which was very refreshing because McCain's daughter I, I hate to start to say that about people calling them by their names, but Megan, right? Isn't right. her name? Yeah. Megan was was like, Well, you know I'm a Republican and he was like, Yeah, I'm well aware of that, but y'all people do this, 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 and not all of y'all, but many of you. And it was just so refreshing. Michael Eric Dyson, guys, I'm sorry. I was so excited about talking about him, but I, we have Eric Jerome Dickey here next week. And for some reason they're both authors and the mm-hmm. names kinda they mm-hmm. got three names, so no disrespect. No disrespect to Michael Michael Eric Dyson. Um, I'm just so hyped and amped from watching The View today. That never happens. So it just, <laughs> it's been carrying with me all day long. Um, but you, Helen, are one of the people that I, I admire because you um, not suspended, but did not give a shit about what Hollywood thought when you when the election was going on. Yeah, and you, you know, took the banner of what you felt was right and the and, and the fight for justice, and you campaigned heavily for Bernie Sanders. Oh my God, I was like all in for Bernie Sanders. I, I mean, I was wearing Bernie T-shirts on stage. I was actually very active with um, voter registration. Yeah, you were. Because, I did a video with you. Yes, exactly, which was beautiful, and I and you were so funny in it. You played a you played a Hillary bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so her acting was on point. <laughs> but I made videos for Bernie. I was like, what I did for f- months before the election is I would go to the comedy clubs early and stay late, bring my laptop. Or bring like forms where you could register to vote. And I registered to vote like hundreds and hundreds of people because I couldn't believe so many people are not registered. But I can believe it because they make it hard. Right. They make it hard because they don't want you to vote. Because the more people vote, the more they vote progressive. Right. Because we are our country is more progressive than you would think according to like the way people vote. Absolutely. Absolutely. But even like even for tomorrow, like we have an election tomorrow in the state of California, primary elections. And I heard just today. Say that again. Say that again. Pro- tomorrow. The in the back. California. If you are a registered voter in the state of California, tomorrow is election day. It is primary elections. You get to vote on who is going to be on the ballot in, tw- you know, in November. So it's the lead up to the big fight, the big fights in November, but this is the lead up to it. And we have a chance in the state of California because we are so progressive to completely block out Republicans because we live in a state where the top two vote getters go on to the November ballot. So, you know, we have the chance to not even allow a Republican to be voted on in November, but only if you step out tomorrow to the voting booth. And what I learned today, which was so disheartening, is older people beat out millennials in voting four to one. Yep. Four to one. And that's why we get shafted. That's why these old people are making rules and laws for the rest of us because they show up at the voting booth. They show up to the polls. And meanwhile, millennials are like, you know, you can bitch and moan and like share your memes and share your videos, but it doesn't mean shit unless you actually show up at the polls. Because guess what? Those old people, they're showing the fuck up. And you know what? I'll say this because a lot of people don't realize that it does make a difference. But I'll give you an example because a lot of people need examples. The state attorney in in Florida that was in office during the Trayvon Martin case got voted out. 
because the people right. banded together and voted and, right. they, and they got they got her out of there. So it does make a difference if you don't think it if you think it doesn't actually local elections make make a it's a bigger deal for us. Because our local legislature affects us directly totally. more as opposed to us thinking that national, you know, the and national is important. But exa- it's- exactly right. And tomorrow, for instance, we're voting for sheriff. Yeah. You know, we're sh- voting for sheriff of L.A. County. And who do you think decides to pursue cops? You know, like who do you think just makes all these decisions on like police shootings? Right. It's the sheriff. You know, the sheriff can decide, oh, no, the, you know, this is policy. We have a policy that you are not allowed to, like, shoot first and ask questions later. You know, black people just shoot at them and then we'll figure it out later. Like, it's, it comes from the top. And sheriff, that's who's the top. So, you know, we're you have to show up to the voting booth tomorrow and decide who's going to be the sheriff and make these decisions at the local level. So we talk about um, politics a lot. And a lot of people say now, be careful because... You don't want to piss somebody off. Oh you don't God. want to get on the wrong side of, of, of the wrong of someone that can be empowered or in the position to create an opportunity for you or squander it. And I say, you know, I think that everything is political now. You know, everybody has a political point of view. Actors, you know, the guy, uh, Matthew from mm-hmm. Orange is the New Black. The very big activist, mm-hmm. you know, Black Lives Matter, always marching and doing all that. Shailene stuff. Woodley and yeah. Rosario Dawson. And and like I said before, you cannot stay out of the fray. Right. If you are not in the fight in the trenches right now, that means you are saying what is going on is OK. You're saying unjustified police shootings are OK. You're saying, you know, you know, laws around marijuana now you know we're like we're pushing for for uh letting go a lot of people that were jailed or when when marijuana was illegal and now it's suddenly legal and those black people and brown people are still going to languish in jail for for something that's now legal come on you know so um you're saying this stuff is okay and and um I keep thinking about, and I know a lot of people are bringing this up, but you know I read something recently that said if you wonder what you would have done in Germany in the 1930s when Hitler was coming to power, what you're doing now is what you would have done. Absolutely. So and if you're like, oh, I wish more Germans had stood up to Hitler. Well, if you're not standing up now, you were a fucking German that didn't stand up to him. Absolutely. So uh, what a way to start the show. We're going to take a <laughs> quick break because Shantae was late and uh, she's standing outside lighting me like she done lost her goddamn mind. <laughs> So we're going to uh, take a quick break and we're going to bring Shantae late ass weigh-ins into the studio so she can join us in the conversation. It's about to be a surgical summer. Chop the tops off the coops. The cuatrociento ochata y ocho. The spider joint. And you know we gotta cut the heads off these snakes, right? Watch the body drop. Drug dealing aside, goose right in the side. Let's have a heart to heart about your pride. Even though you're multi, I see that your soul don't look alive. The M's count different when baby divides the pie. Wait. 
Let's examine why your music for the past few years been angry and full of lies. I started at the home front, I'm on one. Dennis Graham, stay off the gram, bitch, I'm on one. You mentioned wedding ring like it's a bad thing. Your father walked away at five, hell of a dad thing. Marriage is something that Sandy never had, Drake. How you a winner, but she keep coming in last place. Monkey suit, Dennis, you parade him. A Steve Harvey suit, nigga made him. Confused, always felt you weren't black enough. Afraid to grow it, cause your fro wouldn't nap enough. Since you name dropped my fiance, let them know who you chose as your Beyonce. Sophie knows better as your baby mother. Cleaned her up for IG, but the stench is on her. Her baby's involved, it's deeper than rap. We talking character, let me keep with the facts. You are hiding a child, let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing Border Patrol. Ooh! Adonis is your son, and he deserves more than an Adidas press run. That's real. Love that baby, respect that girl, forget she's a porn star, let her be your world, yeah. How dare you put yay in my verses, I'm selfish, I want all of the curses, I'm pre-booking the churches, me versus three hearses, if we all go to hell it'll be worth it, already aligned with the greats, and on that same note, the only ones I chase are two ghosts, still giving you classics, that's the only thing that dates me, over your 40, hunched over like he 80. Tick, tick, tick. How much time he got that man is? Six, six, six. I got the devil flow, nigga. Six, six, six. Surgical summer with it. Snip, snip, snip. And you don't really want it with him. Surgical summer volume one. We gonna take this slow. We just gonna peel it back layer by layer. Yeah. Daytona. Album of the motherfucking year. You talking about you upset. <laughs> yeah, that makes me laugh when he says I was uh, you talk about you upset. It's so funny because people are always questioning Drake's blackness and his badness. But he would still come through. He still comes through lyrically on his raps. But I just think it's so funny that you have to justify your blackness sometimes. Um, Shantae Wayans has just walked into the studio um, in pre- true Wayans fashion. She's late because <laughs> she thinks she's ta- better than us because no. her last name is Wayans. No, because you have the worst radio parking ever. <laughs> it's only two cars that can fit in here, and it's about five bosses. It doesn't work. <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't, you know more about the station than I do. I they know. got five bosses? Every time I come, I get a ticket. Oh, no, that's not okay. Oh, no. We're going to start billing them. Um, <laughs> so Shantae Wayans, you've seen her on MTV's Wild and Out, True TV's Laugh Track. She did her own um, MTV comedy special. And what else is going on, Shantae? Oh, man, I'm just, you know, pushing through. I'm out here writing. I'm trying to create something. That's what. That's the next move. Mm-hmm. Creation. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what true. we're all focusing on, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's really where it's at and what you that's can do. That's the only way to do it now. And, yeah. and like, the only way to make sure, like, your shit represents you for real. Yeah, because yeah. there's fans, like, you know, at the end of the day, there's people that's really there watching your journey. Yeah. And if you have stuff and, it, and if it's good, it's going to get the traction. You know what? what's funny? It's not new. Albert Einstein said... Um, Albert Einstein said, I'm thankful to all of those who said no to me because of them. I did it myself. Right. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, Einstein. Gay, but I mean, he was tr- he wasn't trying to get his own TV show, but you know. Month, you no, no. But what I'm saying was, <laughs> at the time, he was an innovator. He was creative. They thought he was crazy. Yeah. They the, he was out of the box, and he was like, "Okay, you say no. All right, I'm gonna go do it myself." Right, right. And that's just the thinking that we gotta have now. Yeah. We have the audience, and we have and we can make electricity. Yeah, we have the <laughs> <laughs> we do. Uh-oh. No, but it, it is real talk. I mean, you know. You're gay. You make electricity all every night. No? Wow. That's, that's very gaysis. I, I know. Is what? Gaysis. <laughs> I'm always messing with you about that. I have to mess with you. Because you want this life. No. You, I talk, right, I this talk is, about you on stage. This is what uh, people in the industry go through. It's a, it's a chick who pretends to have a guy that uh, she's been dating. And they never, like, have sex. It's, she wants this life, Ellen. That's her TV show right there. No, you, you want this life. I want you that want... life for real. I saw you did a short film I want about that it. life for real. Like, I totally want to date ladies, but it's hard. Hilarious. Dating Hilarious. ladies is way harder than dating it's so dudes. Hard. so hard. It would be easy for me. Yeah, because I'm ladies like, want right, to get married, out. like, tomorrow. <laughs> right. So when I talk Not about every... my joke about the goat... This is the motivation. This is the 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 inspiration. Just know that she wants me. Ida <laughs> wants me. Trust me. She even tries to get through to my girl. Try to get to me. Well, uh me and Tierra you have want our my own girl. connection. So stop it. You're just jealous because we actually have a I'm, connection. I'm jealous, and it's not sexual. I'm not there. It's spiritual. Right. Spirit. Spiritual. I love that she's in the. That's corner, what they like, calling it now. Face. Spiritual guys. No, we do. We Side chicks are spiritual now. <laughs> I know. I've been seeing Great that on day. Instagram. <laughs> That's the comedians that are like, I ain't that funny. I'm going to do videos about being uh, a side bitch. <laughs> I said it. Anyway, so today uh, we we have a segment that we call Celebrity, and it's when we talk about the things that are going on in uh so, you know, uh, pop culture and stuff like that. Not from a gossip angle, but just to hear your point of view on what you think about these, what you think about these things, because comedians have such an interesting point of view about things. And I want to start off with the playoffs. I think it's really interesting that the playoffs have been going on. LeBron, Steph Curry, the big, big fight. I mean, we've seen this before. We're seeing it again. And one of the things that was trending was LeBron's pants. Oh, you mean the shorts? The shorts. Yeah, I liked them. What'd you feel about the shorts? Oh, you have- man. I mean, he set himself up. That's what he did. The, the shorts was a, <laughs> a a quick way to show his soft side about to come out later in the evening. See? You see <laughs> Those that? Those shorts made him. They, he, they were adorable. They were adorable. They were adorable. For <laughs> someone that they fit. But- <laughs> It just the problem is if he would have won, then everybody like he could have had a clothing line of those that that short suit. That's Tom but, Brown. That's the, the the designer that he's been. They've well, been rocking. He's been dressing the Cleveland Browns for a while now. Cavaliers. I bet yeah. you. I mean mad. the Cleveland Cavaliers. Sorry. I, I bet you he mad LeBron Ward that night. <laughs> That dude, did I you actually, see him pull down his shorts <laughs> and walk away and grab his purse? I was more offended by the purse. But it's not a purse. I did not like the purse. It's an attache case. <laughs> uh, what? That sounds. Purse. What? That's a it man purse. It was a straight up purse. A the, man purse. That's a man Come purse. Come on. So, sure. so this is the thing. We can't have it both ways. We want to talk about these gender roles. We're tired of the way that they perceive women. Women should be able to do this, should be, be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But then LeBron wears some shorts and has an attache case and <laughs> his sexuality comes under fire. So I mean. I'm not 
shorts. I'm not questioning his sexuality. Okay. I thought the shorts were adorable. Or his masculinity, rather. Something about the purse. It was just yeah, it was too, the, Did you see I he bent down? The, I was about to say, it, it was, was his mannerisms. He, he picked it up. When dudes have temper tantrums, <laughs> they become so gay. That's why they have to be so tough. James That's, Harden had, had a bag, too. I mean, there was a picture of James Harden. But, but, wait, they, but he won that night. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. But let me say this. we Everybody was talking about LeBron James and about how LeBron James was gay in these shorts or whatever. And then somebody put a picture side by side with Bill Cosby, who was wearing shorts like that back in the day, like in the 60s That's and different. the 70s. Why is it different? What do you mean? Why is it? If somebody today was wearing George. <laughs> no. If somebody today was wearing George Washington pants. Then I mean his outfit. We would be like, "What the hell is that? What do you mean?" Is Donald Glover had on some George Washington pants, and a "This Is America" video. That Those were a, Confederate pants. That from was war. different. That was why art. is it? That different? was art. David Glover, Glover doesn't walk in the streets like that. But fashion is art, yeah. and LeBron. I James, understand that, but he. I, I, I'm disappointed. I at, wish of he you art and did it as I a lesbian. I am so disappointed in you. Why are you disappointing me? I can rock that. You walk around looking like a man all the time, so um, LeBron can't wear some shorts. That doesn't make sense, though. LeBron's not trying to be gay. Well, why can't I he am. just be LeBron though? That's different. Why That's... can't LeBron just be LeBron? Why does it have to? Why he's married? He has children. He's been with his wife for a long time. Why is his masculinity a question? Because he wants to be. In within what the fashion trend is because now. he's has over a million followers and wait so you're saying that you should only allows dress you to take you down if you lose had he won <laughs> nothing would have been wrong with his outfit or his masculinity because he lost and he ran out the way he did. That's hilarious. That's what's questioning his masculinity. <laughs> so it wasn't the shorts. No. It wasn't it was, per se. It was his losing. It was the mannerism in the shorts after he lost. It was the way that LeBron picked up the bag yeah. post He went like this. He was like, he did this. He put his glasses on. For those of like, you who can't see. Shantae is, like, is doing the most feminine yeah. uh, thing she's ever done like, in her reenactment. <laughs> he walked out like so, a man, yeah. Wait, so Shantae, you dress like a man because you want to like, like, you want it to be a statement about your sexuality? No, I just said that because oh, okay. Ida just always thinks she could uh, battle somebody in gay rights. Um <laughs> Uh, no, so I I, I, I mean, I picked this. I was a tomboy growing up. Right. So my mother was never really like feminine like that. You know what I'm saying? Like she didn't have the, I had braids growing up. She but you're a grown up now, so you make your own fashion choices. Yeah, but motherfucker, I've been like this since for years. Like, so I, you heard her. She's trying, she's like, I'm, I'm gay. Say, it's my mama's fault. No, no, she no, never combed my this hair. This is what happened. My mother never and combed the thing, my no, hair. No, my mother combed it very roughly. She braided my <laughs> hair and she gave me like eight ponytail things. But I'm saying that I never had that like femininity okay. kind of like displayed. So, like busy movies, I wanted to be, you know, Gaston. The, right. Yeah. Kind of. He didn't get Bella. So well, do you think that your about. fashion should always make a statement about your who you are, your identity or like the stand that you're taking? Because if that's true, then we should just all like I would just be wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt every day of my life. Right. right as you but should. Because, but because I, mean, I be but cool. because no. I also want to be a cute girl. <laughs> 
Like, and mine would but be I, I don't Puerto care. Rico. I don't care yeah. to be a cute girl, though. I just, I like dressing the way I do. You it's, like being cute. That's no, why you I exfoliated. Like you got moisturizer I like attention. That's a big difference. I don't have to change the way I look because I still get hollered. <laughs> not by every guy. <laughs> that, that's why. But mean. I still get mine. You okay? are a and cute girl. Not like She's a closet straight so, girl. You know whatever. My girl is satisfied with me, and that's all that matters. Okay? She <laughs> knows both of, You Steph both exfoliate. is the only man that can come between us. And Wait, who's the only man? Steph Curry. Oh. Steph Curry and maybe Bruno. Because he wins games. And who? No, maybe Bruno. Bruno Mars? Yeah. Really? And he's like gayish a little bit. Yeah, but you know, all my dudes, you all wanna, the dudes I date, she says it, all my dudes that I want to have you a baby smash with look gay. Bruno Mars? They're a little femmy? Yeah. Was, you are Bruno like little, Mars. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you got, I feel like Bruno Mars. You your hair out like this? What is this? Should I have not come in? Like, is this a tax <laughs> me day? So Why? Happy Why can't I just that live? You are here. Jeez, she's mad because you're late. Some freaking. She's like, I like dressing like this because it's comfortable. I get ready in 15 minutes. Okay, dudes like that. All right, love it. Um, I know. What else? I, asked I get Amber to chill with the dudes. I know. I know cute. the whole locker room game with the guys. I talk to them. I already know that deal. And then we already established what the hell is going on over here. You already know what it is because it's in your head and you're thinking it. And you're like, you better not be thinking I'm crazy. But you know damn well you are. So that's what's good about that. Shantae is like the sibling I never had. We have been having these senseless arguments for a very long time. I like having them with her. When she's not high, though, those are the best. How you know I'm hot? Because she gets deep. She gets so deep. <laughs> and she starts talking about the universe. What do you, what's wrong with the universe? Nothing. It's a beautiful thing. You're supposed to spread truth and love. And that's how. So I want to quickly uh, talk Amen. about some news. Um, because I, I think that uh, this uh, is a great segue. Other than the man purse? Okay. The man purse, of course. <laughs> so can Donald Trump pardon himself? Did you hear what he said? That he said, yeah. He, Apparently, he could do whatever the hell. He was he like, <laughs> he was like, I can totally pardon myself. Not that I would, because I didn't do yeah. nothing wrong. Is that like, shut said? the fuck up, <laughs> like you dumbass bitch. I yeah. Tell that's us ex- how you feel. That's him. pretty much exactly. He was like, I could totally pardon. Not that I would, because I'm, I'm innocent. Yeah. And it's like, dude, everything about you is not innocent. Like, innocent people don't run around screaming that they're innocent. Like, you're like, ugh. But, do, but to the the deeper point and what's underneath that, it just, it just, doesn't it scare you that we are headed? It sounds like a dictatorship. Like, it's that's totally true. Right? Yeah, and I follow, like, I follow these great Twitter handles. Like, I follow a lot of, um military veterans who are against him because they're the ones that you cannot like they're the ones that were like in the fucking trenches right like they were like on the front lines literally fighting the wars that we senselessly get into and then they come back and they're you know the ones that are not brainwashed are the ones that are like no 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 i did not go to iraq i did not go to afghanistan to fight for like a monarchy in our country. Right. We have a constitution. You follow the laws. We're a country of laws. We don't live in a country where there's a king right. that can say, I do whatever the fuck I want, and y'all better just step into line. Like, we ha- are a country of laws, and the president is not the king. The president also has to follow laws. 
Yeah, I mean, Bill Clinton had to, right? That's Bill right. Bill Clinton had to follow the Cause rules. Because he got a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> Just a blowjob. He didn't even hit that. Speaking you of Bill. You should have hit that, Bill. <laughs> so he did an interview and he said, I don't know if it was today, but it was in the last couple of days. They asked him, if he would he have handled his scandal differently uh, today um, at, because of, you know, he was the second president to be impeached and he fought it. He, he said it was unconstitutional. Um, to get impeached, and they asked him today, if you were happy, having the same scandal in today's climate, would you handle it the same way? And he said, absolutely. He said, the president of today has been accused of sexual assault multiple times, said, grab him by the pussy, and his fa- his base doesn't care, so why would I not fight for <gasps> he myself? He said that? He did. He wow. Did. And it was uh it was very uh it was very he you can tell he don't he doesn't give a fuck anymore. He was like, but let me tell you, he don't care. Donald, Wait, he so should he, be a comedian. <laughs> he should just get on stage. Bill Clinton? Um, no, uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. Donald Trump should just step on stage tonight and just hit that Showtime at Apollo. He'll sell out all over. <laughs> he will the, sell out. He will sell out Madison Square be, Garden, yeah. and then he could just get out of the way. Yeah, right? get out of the way. Like, all right, this yeah. is true. I'm a comedian. I would totally accept that because he's clearly a, an attention whore. And, you know, you, hey, man, co- comedians are rock stars now. Go, come to the dark side and tell your stupid jokes right. with your Did stupid you orange face and then stop ruining our country. I, I agree. So on that <laughs> note, we're going to take another quick break. And when we break come back, I'm going to talk about the topic of the day mm-hmm. and find out what's ahead of Helen and Shantae. What's ahead? up niggas and yo i know you ain't talking about me dog you what fuck jay-z you been on my dick nigga you love uh, my style nigga uh, uh, jay-z uh, fuck with your soul like ether well, teach you the king you know you nah. godson across the belly Lose. i prove you lost the race uh. yourself for the main event y'all impatiently waiting it's like the age test what's the results not positive who's the best pot nas and big ain't no best east west north south floor style greeting I embrace y'all with napalm, blows up, no guts, left chest, face gone, how can I be garbage, send me autos at your cottage, burner at the side of your dome, come out of my throne, I got this, lock since 9-1, I am the truest, name a rapper that I ain't influenced, gave y'all chapters, but now I keep my eyes on the Judas, with the wine, Sophie fame, kept my name in his music, check it, I fuck with your soul like ether, Will. teach you the king, you know you, Godson across the belly, Lose. I prove you lost already, uh. ayo, pass me the way Put my ashes out on these niggas, man. Hey, yo, you faggots, y'all kneel and kiss the motherfucking ring. I fuck with your soul like ether. Teach you the king, you know you. Godson across the belly. I prove you lost the rabbit. Uh, fucked over, left for dead, distant, forgotten. Luck ran out. They hope that I'll be gone, stiff and rotten. Y'all just piss on me, shit on me, spit on my grave. Talk about me, laugh behind my back, but in my face, shot some well wishes. Friendly acting, envy, hiding snakes. With your hands out for my money, man, how much can I take when the streets keep calling? Heard it when I was asleep that this gazy and cockafella records wanted beef. Started cocking up my weapon, slowly loading up this ammo to explode it on a camel and his soldiers. I can handle this for Dolo and his manuscript. Just sounds stupid when KRS already made an album called Blueprint First. Biggie's your man, then you got the nerve to say that you better than big. Dick sucking lips, won't you let the late great veteran live? Well, now nah. son across the belly, I prove you lost already. Uh. The king is back with my crown. 
Rest in peace, let's do it, niggas. I fuck with your soul like ether. Will. Teach you the king, you know you nah. dots and across the belly. Lose. I prove you lost already. Y'all niggas deal with emotions like bitches. What's sad is I love you cause you're my brother. You traded your soul for riches. My child, I've watched you grow up to be famous. And now I smile like a proud dad watching his only son that made it. You seem to be only concerned with dissing women. Were you abused as a child, scared to smile, they called you ugly? Well, life is harsh, hug me, don't reject me. I'll make records to disrespect me. Blatant or indirectly. In 88, you was getting chased to your building. Calling my crib and I ain't even give you my numbers. All I did was give you a style for you to run with smiling in my face. Glad to break bread with the guard. Wearing jazz chains, no text, no cash, no cars. No jail bars, jigger, no pies, no case. Just Hawaiian shirts. Hanging with little Chase, you a fan, a phony, a fake, a pussy, a stand. I still whip your ass. You 36 in a karate class. You tie boho, trying to work it out. You trying to get brolic. Ask me if I'm trying to kick knowledge. Nah, I'm trying to kick the shit you need to learn though. That ether, that shit that make your soul burn slow. Burn Is he Dame slow. Diddy? Dame daddy or dame dummy Oh, I get it You Biggie and he's Puffy yeah. Rockefeller died of AIDS That was the end of his chapter And that's the guy y'all chose to name your company after Put it together I rock hoes, y'all rock fellas And now y'all trying to take my spot, fellas Philly's hot rock, fellas Put you in a dry spot, fellas In a pine box with nine shots for my Glock, fellas Foxy got you hot cause you kept your face in a puss what you think you getting girls now cause of your looks? Negro, please. Huh. You know mustache having with whiskers like a rat compared to beans you whack. And your man stabbed on and made you take the blame. You ass went from That's like real love right there. And we are back uh, with Shantae Wayans. Uh, funny Helen Hong. I like to uh, say people's handles so that you can follow them as soon as you hear them. At C. Wayans. At C. Wayans. And at Funny Helen Hong, yes. Adrian is in the house. That's who's talking. Um, and you guys know her. She's the girl with the legs, the yellow legs. <laughs> <Hey. on Instagram. laughs> the yellow legs. The yellow being legs. pimped or something. something I, maybe. They, that's the stuff she does. Oh, man. <laughs> if I was a pimp, I'd be rich. <laughs> so would you? I would leave. I would leave. So... <laughs> When As a hoe, I'll be like, I'm out. I can't take you. Okay, no. you you'll be worn out. I don't care if you'll you be so me. worn out. Okay. Yes. I will go screw my way out of our relationship. I think it's great. So when the song came on just now, you Shantae said. was mad. She said. Shantae, you got all, you got like heated. What'd you say? I said, I don't appreciate you playing this Jay-Z stuff, this Jay-Z diss while you have a Jay-Z fan here. Mm-hmm. Right. So what that brings me to the topic, the the topic of today's show, what we're going to be talking about throughout the show is beef. And that's why you've been hearing so many songs, uh, diss records, because we were going to talk about, we're going to talk about beef. And Helen, when she came in here earlier today, said, I don't really know about this um, Pusha T, Drake, Kanye West thing. I don't even know what the fight is about, but I've heard the diss tracks and I really like them. <laughs> So, like, not even knowing what the beef is about, but I like the music. And I think that's what's funny about diss tracks is sometimes they're, like, the best music because nothing inspires you more like fucking hate. Yeah. Right? Like, like, diss tracks, I feel like, are hotter than, like, love songs or whatever, like... They'll they'll get your blood flowing and like sometimes I feel like those are the that's the best music. I don't even know what they're saying half the time. I don't know what the beef is about, but I'm like, ooh, I like this. 
So what I wanted to say about beef was uh, there. There's a lot of stuff going on, and as as we evolve and the time rolls on, people always try to stipulate how things happen in the time of now, right? Because beef has been going on for a long time. LL Cool J had beef with if he you were a true hip hop head with Kumo D, Boogie Down Productions, and uh, Marley Marlin them with. Um, Common and Ice Cube. Ice Cube went after the whole NWA with no Vaseline. Like, beef has been going on. I mean, so much that it's bled into pop culture. Katy Perry and Taylor Swift had beef. <laughs> How did they yeah. have beef? That's what the song Bad Blood, you... oh, Bad Blood is about. I love oh, that does. song. But it does sound like that, though. It's a... It sounds like that. It's a you know, they, they made up now. They, they made, made up? up. Really? They made up. Katy sent her a literal olive branch to the first stop on her. Oh my gosh, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Pusha T and Drake has not made up. We don't, we don't even know where well, Drake Pusha, is. Pusha Drake T is... did very well. And I listened to his before Drake, and I should have listened to Drake. I'm upset. Drake is Drake is with Melania right now. Nobody knows where he is. <laughs> Nobody knows where They're he in is. They're the Bermuda Triangle. Well, what was the beef with Kanye? I didn't know. So Kanye no, had Kanye had, had uh, Kanye. It wasn't beef. Uh, Rhyme Fest made a, a public statement about Kanye abandoning Donda's house, which is his mother's uh, organization for to service the children on, on the south side of Chicago. And instead of Kanye addressing that, Kim took it upon herself to diss Rhymefest. First of all, saying, for those of you who don't know who Rhymefest is, alluding to the fact that nobody knows who Rhymefest is, when Rhymefest was the one that co-wrote Jesus Walks and was very, um, you know, was it was very involved in the in the Kanye on the rise. Um, and then she, she, you know, she took shots at him. And then Rhymefest wrote a letter, was very professional, addressed her, and um, and then the organization Donda's House, which is Kanye West's the house, the organization named after Kanye West's mother, also released a statement that was supporting what Rhymefest was saying that Kanye has not been involved with the organization and really wasn't um, supporting. See, this is why I prefer not to know what the beef is about because shit gets complicated and yeah, I like I glaze like, over. I I'm like, like I don't even care. Those, I just want to uh, hear the tracks. I was like, where do <laughs> you get those bracelets from? Yeah, <laughs> that's I, I cute. But, but literally, like, uh huh. And then, and then, but and then, my yeah. question then, is, should Kim, much- should your wife get involved in your beef? Imagine if somebody, if Nas dissed Jay Z and then Beyonce wrote a song. No, I mean, to the back. left, to the left. Like. <laughs> 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 No, I, I mean, think, but you're supposed to ride. That's your. You guys got married, like yeah. No, so but you you, ride, you always look stupid, especially for some reason. If it's the woman defending her man, like when Giselle said that shit about Tom Brady, like you know, like you always yeah, but, look stupid. But you got to coach your wife too. You can't just like you're like, okay, honey, let's see what you're gonna yell out. Right. You know, she just can't go out in the field. Like Kim Kardashian is not. She can't come She's out not a, a musician. Album. She's not a rapper. She's not a hip hop artist. So stay right. the fuck out of it. Yeah. And people were. That's what people said. The other thing you is. You sound like you want to fight her. <laughs> so stay the fuck I, out I of I want to fuck her. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. And well, maybe slap her around. <laughs> it's like my, my heterosexual friends are dropping like flies. Um, hey, you know, <laughs> it happens when we walk in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, are you still straight? <laughs> <laughs> he's not listening because he's working. Um, and she asked you if you were still straight because she said people turn gay when she walks into the room. 
So let me ask you this. So where do you draw the line with beef? Because Pusha T went kind of hard. Pusha T said he talked about Drake's mother. He saw, he named the, he said that he talked about the child that he had from the porn star that nobody knew about. He also said something. What he said about his mom's was like, didn't Drake talk about his girl though, yeah. his wife? Yeah. yeah. So, well, so that's what I'm asking. He you. don't have a wife, so he got to go after. And beef. This is why I don't play beef because right. if I know something about you and I feel like you crossed the line on my side, then I might take it to right. something personal. Mm-hmm. That's what's great about yeah. beef, and that's why people do the O's and O's because it sounds super personal. That's why I don't do the roast battle. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't I do hate, it because I, I know too battle. much and I'll say something and be like, damn, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. But I'm competitive and I and I think that's what beef is about. Like, right. you know what I mean? I Because I, I get, agree. Like, And that's why I don't like to do the roast battle because you can't unsay things. Yeah. yeah. Once you say things, you cannot unsay them. And, and a lot of times you'll say shit in the heat of the moment and be like, fuck. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, yeah. It was really mean. Everybody has that point. It was below the belt. I mean, Pusha T is making fun of Drake's friend who's sick, who has multiple sclerosis. And he, See, that's, that's when he was right. like, he's sick, uh, sick, come sick. Come on, he, man. He that's went, just low. That's just... That's not low. Comedians talk about stuff all the time. The beef comes with trying to become... He's trying to hurt him. Right. Everything you say, you just... It's, it's like Remy when she came out with her thing. She hit Nikki with her brother and... <laughs> Pedophile and all that yeah. shit. You hit them where you hit them to where when they come back. Granted, the Nas and Jay Z beef. When Jay Z came back, it didn't sound as powerful, and it's because he hit them in places where it's like, oh, yeah, like he was he was he was elaborating on stuff, but he was also like throwing in some shots. Yeah. The only thing I remember is you made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. That's it. Boo. <laughs> but, but that's what really, that's how weak it was. Because no, no, it no. was I didn't I don't oh, remember. No, he was talking about his baby mama. He was talking about uh I made her. Jay Z was I made her yeah. Oh wow. Uh I made her bust in the back seat and he was like, Phew. Jay Jay Z tried to go harder, but by the time he did it, Nas ripped him with Ethan. so bad yeah. that mm. even though it was like jokey joke. He he can't really come back with it because just sound like he was a bitch after that. So he was that, like, I, that's why your girl busted all over my seat. That might be my baby. He's like, yo, what? Is, <laughs> he got emotional. I hope you die. <laughs> <Just> die today. <laughs> like, okay. He got emotional. He got super emotional. So wait, let me ask you this. So the also Pusha T's picture uh, that he posted with the disc record was Drake in blackface. Oh, and yeah. that was that was the one thing. So Bla- Drake addressed the blackface. He released a statement addressing yeah. the blackface, and that was, you know, that that made him look kind of weak in the battle world because they were like, nobody ever releases a statement in the in the middle of a beef. You got to come back. Where's your comeback? Well, that's a touchy topic to not say something. Yeah. On. No, I know he I had mean, to. N- but. K- Kanye pretty much lost a lot of people. <laughs> Well, um, apparently he was doing the blackface thing as part of like a program against yeah. blackface, right? Because he was also wearing like a blackface t-shirt and stuff. But it's hard to explain that 
when the picture is right there. Well, he's people good. have a reaction to the picture. They don't have a re- like. They're not reading the caption that should have been under the picture right. that said, "Oh, this is uh, we're making fun of what this is." But it's like you take the picture, and it's like all we see is the picture, bro. And that's what my Twitter was blowing up about the picture more than. Then more than the there. track, more than you know. Well, you know what it was is that he was acting because he was Aubrey at the time. He right. was, and he said he was part doing a part of a some uh, performance piece that was <laughs> what was that? anti <laughs> that was that was sleep Were and you hunger. Finishing your sentence with a burp. Yes, <laughs> I did. I finished my sentence with a burp. And then he uh, he was saying he was they were taking a stand against the, what black actors have to do to be on. Right. And then the, what happened was that the black rap community and a lot of radio personalities and people that are very active said, when do you ever hear Drake speaking up for black people or talking about black issues? Like now that you, you did it back in the day, now you don't do right, it anymore. Right. So the backlash that he got was that blowback was really about how he's never been vocal about, you know, you never hear him talking about Black Lives Matter. But this is what I mean when I say you can't, you can't be, uh, you can't be on the sidelines nowadays. You got to jump in. And we don't know. Oh, what? what? (laughs) Maybe, maybe he knows that the Black Lives Matter movement is fictitious and it's owned by a white person. You think it's owned by white people? A gay white person. You know, um, <laughs> that's in there. Roseanne is my, I mean, Roseanne, uh, Shantae is my fellow, well, shit, Helen too. We got, we got, between the three of us, we got the conspiracy theories to run oh, the no. land. Yeah. We don't believe none of this no, shit. It's, all this is done. I went to two protests and was like, I get it. So this Dollar. this just in, um, ABC may announce a reboot of uh, Roseanne this week. What? Without Roseanne, though. Oh, shit. So, I mean, are they going to kill Roseanne? Um, yeah, there were so many people joking about it. That would be kind of weird, though, wouldn't it? You know what's I crazy? Saw the funniest... I didn't know how racist she was. She oh. followed me on Twitter, and I was like, yay, you know. When? Yeah. Before like all this before happened? Before the election. So, like, when she was, she was talking about Trump, and she made a comment about n- neither one of them being good. And so I, her and uh, Clinton, him and Clinton, and so I... I'd, Somebody said something back. I didn't. The stuff that I saw looked like she was talking about how stuff was messed up. Right. So when I read that part, I was like, well, what she's trying to say is that neither one of them are good. And I get that. Yeah. So she started following me. And I, I just thought she was fighting for Jews. and She does. Like, does she? She's anti-Palestine. Yeah. She's very active in the. You know she she follows me as well, and we she and I have talked a few times about doing some stuff together. She's very anti-Palestine, very pro-Israel, mm. and um, but that's a Republican thing. Oh, I didn't yeah. know, I didn't that's know a, that. I'm, a, I'm thinking you don't even right fuck with Jews thing. if you you know what I mean. Like no, there's a lot of there's a lot of anti-Semites who are pro-Israel. So she because said they're like oh because it says in the Bible. Oh yeah, the, you know, whatever, the, whatnot. What, like the, 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 Jesus can't come back unless Israel, Israel exists. So I don't want to put false information out there. This is what it says: ABC has been exploring the possibility of rebranding the show and focus on Sarah Gilbert's character, Darlene. John Goodman is very interested, as is the rest of the cast and crew. I don't think anybody will watch it. Yeah, I think not. the only people. Wa- I, I think the only reason why people were watching that show was because of Roseanne and because she is such a firecracker. I mean, like, the, oh, what the, you gonna do? What yeah, you gonna yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. The cast was funny, though. Yeah, I watched the first couple of episodes, I and uh, I enjoyed the episode where she, her granddaughter was talking back, and she 
she put she stuffed her head in the in the sink like it was a very aggressive scene but it was also very you know, old school, Something like the badass kid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I believe in that. But that's what I mean. Drown like, that's Roseanne. <laughs> that's Roseanne so, yeah, being listen. obnoxious, right, in some form or other. So if you take the obnoxious character out, then, like, what's the rest of the show? Well, I mean, the thing is that that's what Roseanne built a brand on. And it, it's so funny how this country is. Same thing, make you laugh, make you cry. No offense, Helen, because I know that's people do that with the Asian, the Asian-sounding whatever but it says the same thing like what made Roseanne dynamic during a time where being offensive and being you know saying bigoted stuff was was revolutionary and groundbreaking now is outrageous and it's the same people saying the same things and I think it's so interesting how what you know Archie Bunker was revolutionary he could never exist today totally you know what I mean yeah and it's true like she hasn't changed the rest of the country has changed around her so like my roommate and I were having this long conversation about how you kind of feel bad for her because she's like I'm saying the same shit I said in the 80s y'all have changed And that's true. Like, the country has changed, and we won't stand for that stuff anymore. She's still saying the same shit she said in the 80s. But but at the same time, you know, you can say, like, oh, yeah, old people are just like that. But not all old people are like that. Some old people change with the time. Isn't she an alcoholic, too? Is she? she? I don't know. I don't know about alcohol. But you know, and, and and just to be clear about where we know. stand here on truth serum is that it's never acceptable to call any person of color a monkey, a primate, uh, or you know, and it's something that they do in Latin American countries as well. It's not just something that's exclusive to America and How black people. It's ever. not okay. <laughs> it's Shante. not okay. However, Shante, I want to hear your however. however. I want to hear your however, Shantae. I'm just gonna say however. What if it wasn't her that said it? And it was anybody else with the same color, it would have been funny. She kind of resembled. What happened was, <laughs> it was kind of the, you know, she took it too far with the Muslim, right? The views expressed by Shantae Williams do not reflect the views of the Truth no. Serum show. Here's the problem. Again, I didn't know she was racist, but what I'm saying is that if it would have been anybody else, and made this comment. That's not true. If you would have Googled the right picture. You of that woman mm-hmm. that she called? I'm a, could you Google that girl? Valerie, what's her name? Jarrett. Valerie, Valerie Jarrett. Oh, my God. I can't believe we're Shantae. doing that. You guys are just, I'm just saying that, you know, the problem with America no. is right is, let me see, not, she maybe did. not. She, but But here's what's funny. She also kind of resembles Roseanne a little bit. They do look alike. But it was a, there was a side-by-side picture of them, yeah, but, and they kind of did resemble. Funny. But they resemble each other, but she does have... Um, <laughs> she's a little. She's like, oh. What? Oh, my God. I can't oh believe we even dignify oh my God. God. This one. This one. This one. Oh, my God. I hate this. Oh, my God. I... Like I... <laughs> 
you know what? Up here pulling up pictures of this woman being like the black woman. Mm-hmm. No, the black woman. No, but she also looks like Roseanne, so it's funny because she's calling herself oh that. My but God. I did think that I saw side by side picture of them, and That's I did say to myself, they resemble. They're gonna take all the freedom of speech away from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but freedom. That's okay. It's let's talk funny. about that. But let's but say it wasn't it's funny. Shantae, but she's it's not, one it's thing for cool. it's one thing if you say it. But what I'm but saying is, Roseanne this is can't where, say it. It wasn't is, funny when she said this it. This is where it wasn't funny. It, well, you're mixing in the other stuff. I'm going specifically just on her. But right. then you, I didn't know like she had the Hitler thing and all the that cookies. stuff. I, I really didn't know. And that's she called my somebody bathroom. else an ape. She did Susan Rice. I didn't yeah, know. she called Susan Rice an ape. Uh, another so black like, woman. If, if she's to... if she's got a thing of like only calling black women apes. No, no, there's a pattern. Sure. But I'm just telling you, I didn't know all that. I obviously need to turn back on my uh, public Your channel. Twitter alert. I I don't read none of that. I I, I like to. That's why you look exist. happy. Yes, I like to you know exist in La La Land. You know what's so crazy is how many white people on my feed don't even know that that's a racist stereotype, and that's so. Hashtag white privilege. Because they keep saying like, oh, well, what about when Bill Maher called Trump an orangutan? No. It's like that's just a stupid joke about his orange coloring. It doesn't have a whole history of white people comparing black people to primates, to monkeys. Like if you don't even know about the fucking history, like that's how white privilege you are. Shut the fuck up. Like it's not the same thing. Like what do scientists believe? Because don't we all come from monkeys? Yes. But racist people think that only we come from monkeys. And only that's black and brown. You've seen the guy from, uh, there, there's some white people. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're talking about individual. What you're saying is individual people look like monkeys, which is probably true. Right. And all, of all races. But, but there are people who think all black and brown people look like monkeys that's just racist that's right <laughs> that's, that's my horrible. point <laughs> therein lies the problem <laughs> oh my gosh so we went from beef to talking about racism but I, the theme of the show is beef i wanted people to call in um we have we posted the number on all the in. social media if you had any questions for helen and shantae you wanted to chime in on the topic of the day or anything that we talked about today the number is 310-986-6610 310-986-6610. Feel free to call in, chime in, tell us what your truth is. That's what we want to hear. We want to hear the truth. This show is called Truth Serum, and that's what it's all about. Not the truth, but our truth. Everybody has a truth, including Shantae, who thinks that some people look like a monkey. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. You said, I can see the resemblance. I didn't say, well, stop putting words in my mouth. I said they look, her, she, her and Roseanne look alike. They do look alike. Okay, so they both look like monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, <laughs> anyway, I want to talk about you guys and uh, let's talk about what you guys got going on, what you're doing, where people can see you next. Um, did you do laugh tracks too? This I season? didn't do laugh tracks. No, I was, uh, I was. In Turkey, doing a, my first USO gig. Oh, nice! And then I went to Chicago right after that to do some uh, unrelated project, so I couldn't do it. But, um, dude, the, the Turkey gig was really cool. 
my first USO gig. And um, I was like afraid because it's like it was like this air base that's near the Syrian border. And I was all terrified. And I was like, should I go? It seems unsafe. And I'm alone. There's no other comics. And then I ran into Wanda Sykes Uh at Flappers. And I told her, I was like, I don't know, Wanda, should I go? And she's like, oh, my God, they're going to be so happy that you came. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's about them. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about me. It's that's about so them. So like when you hear do it for the troops, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. that means. Yeah, that yeah. you go there for the troops because they're stuck there. Right. And they're like, you know, anywhere from 18, you know, 18, 19, 20 year olds, a yeah. lot of them. Yeah. And they don't have... They can't bring their wives or children or husbands or any of that. And they're just like alone in a foreign country. And it's it's hard. It's rough. And so, it's dangerous. So I was like, you know what? Suck it up, Helen. And I went. And it was great. How many people did you smash? I didn't smash anybody. Gosh, Helen. Because I, in, cause somebody, try, a kid tried to heckle me at the beginning when I said I was single. And I s- just shut him down. Ah, and then and after like, the boys oh, were like, okay. oh, my God, she's scary. Ah. <laughs> and then the girls. And then I said, also, I swing both ways. But the only girls that were hitting on me were like hella aggressive. Ah. Hella aggressive girls. I just I remember when, when Helen was just straight and she dated a dude in a wheelchair. <laughs> and she, now, you dated a dude in a wheelchair? It's true. That's pretty cool. So, hashtag that's a, true that's story. A beautiful no, heart right he, there. no, right? he tried to flex on her though. Oh, he did. That's so funny. And I was like, I'm doing you a favor, motherfucker. <laughs> like I'm here on the date with you in a wheelchair. That's so don't try so to. Funny. Don't try to. I don't know why you got the attitude here. <laughs> oh my god, Shante, you oh, just man. did um, laugh tracks, right? Yeah, I did laugh tracks again. Um, it's coming out this fall. What else is going on? Um, I just been touring. I, like I said, I'm just trying to create, and you know, I got something coming up. I can't talk about it right now, but um, I'm, you know, I'm creating. I, I feel good, and I feel like things are moving in the right direction. Nice. Me too. What you got going on? Well, you know, I'm creating stuff just like everybody else at the table. So I'm sounding cliche, but I'm also working on something that you know, with the both of you, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah. And um. Uh, you know, just creating my own way. Sometimes I feel so obnoxious when I say, like, I can't talk about it. But you legitimately can't talk yeah, about you it. you can't yeah. talk. It sucks. <laughs> also, you don't want to put it out there for the wrong energy to attach itself it's to so it. true. You yeah. got to be careful what you say and where you say That's it. True. I can't hold secrets, though. I'd be like, girl, I ain't supposed to say nothing. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> in this room going to know before I leave. <laughs> you didn't even ask me. I'd be like. Yeah, <laughs> no. You don't. You will. Well, you do keep I secrets. Yeah, you do. No, I do keep. I'm talking about like for myself. Oh, yeah. Like I'll, t- I'm like, baby, you ain't gonna believe this. I got this opportunity. And I ain't supposed to say that. <laughs> you know, I just tell you this. The other day, I was uh, headlining at Flappers, and two of your uncles crashed my show. Oh, hilarious! Uh, did they bump you? No, oh. they went up after me. So I asked people how how did the show go, and they were like, it went long, long because it was <laughs> Keenan and Sean. I'm yeah. Well, she probably let them go. That well, no, they don't like them. No, they can go as long as they want. Yeah, they on the road. Yeah, are they on? Is Keenan on the road too? Yeah, I think he's going back out. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. That's all we need is one more Wayans out there on the road <laughs> taking up all the clubs. Hey, man, uh, we wasn't getting in anyway. I know. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> might as well see them go. <laughs> and th- and listen, this is an important point because I'm sitting with two female comedians. You guys are always on our social media half telling female them- here. Oh, half female, and then well, now shit. But you sit with two female comedians because these two halves equal one. Um, 
When you, I'm you still th- female. Oh, I just I like I females also. No, I loved it. I loved your short. But I just want to say this quickly. You guys are always on our social media telling people how much you love us. When can I see you? When are you coming to my city? You got to call these clubs. You got to email these clubs. You got to tweet these clubs and let mm. them know that you want to see you us. You don't have to do that for me. They're booking me. Uh, no, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. All please, right, yeah, no, please do it for me too. I was joking. <laughs> But it, but but don't you feel that way? Every time no, no, you get no. on your social media, well, that's people what's like, messed up. You go places and you do have like a bunch of people that, or you know, people that say like, "Hey, I want to come check you out," and then you go, and they don't hit you until after, right? So, yeah. so I only got that like, makes me crazy because I have my schedule on my calendar yeah, all the time, yeah. and they're like, "Where are you performing?" And it's like it's right well, there. especially when I get to headline because I don't get to headline a lot. So like mm-hmm. when I get it, I'm like, "Come on, guys." <laughs> Yeah. And it doesn't always go that way. But, um, yeah, please, please. And just generally support all women comedians. Because yeah. we're still out here. It's still a struggle. It's still not fair. It's still not a yeah. fair playing game. And if you see Even any with fem- some credits, sorry. <laughs> yeah, like go out and support. If you want to see equal representation of women and people of color, like support those comics. So you can't be on Facebook complaining about how comedy is so misogynistic and all the men do is talk about us and then men come out and they insult us and they say the most egregious things about women, but then you don't support the female comedians who are there to tell the stories about women. So you got to be active. And like you say, you can't be on the sidelines. Right. So into the we got to support each other too. So what's coming up? Uh, this airs uh, Wednesday at 5 o'clock. So what you got going on? Um, that you want people to come support you to um, after Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, come watch me live as I watch my man, Steph Curry, play basketball. <laughs> 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 nah, I don't, um, I don't have nothing until June 20th. I'll be in New York. Okay, so where will you uh, be? New in- York, June 20th um, at the Town Hall for Levity and Justice. Okay. I'm oh, sure. this Friday, because it's, it's airing this Wednesday, right? This Friday, I'm going to be at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater on Franklin Avenue in L.A. doing a show with Lady Parts Justice, yes. which is a great organization that we've yeah. all done stuff with. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually Parts going Justice. to, I'm supposed to. So I have a, um, a special uh, guest calling in. We're going to take a quick break. We're coming back with Lisa Vidal. But when we come back, we have a special caller calling in to answer one of the questions for us today. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Bitch, you owe me. I'm promoting you right now. Yo, let's put the nail in this coffin. I don't wanna be like this. I don't really wanna hurt no feelings. But I'm only being real when I say nobody wants to hear their grandfather rap. Nope. And old men have heart attacks. And I don't wanna be responsible for that. So put the mic down and walk away. You can still have a little bit of dignity. I would never claim to be no Raven Zeno, an 83 year old fake Pacino. So, how can he hold me over some balcony without throwing his lower back out as soon as he goes to lift me? Please don't, you'll probably fall with me, and I'll ask the both be history. But then again, you finally get your wish, cause you'll be all over the street like 50 cents. Hi, Ben. Can you hear me? I can hear you. How, How you, you doing? doing? So we got... Uh, I'm good, I'm so, Go ahead. I'm sorry, Ben. I, I, there's a little feedback, but I can hear you now. 
I'm doing good, Miss Rodriguez. I'm so happy to call in. I'm so glad you called in. We have a uh, superstar attorney, Benjamin Crump. Um, he's the TV shows on AMC, right? Is that what, what it's oh, going on? TV One. TV One, sorry. Uh, tonight at 7 uh, p.m. Pacific Coast Time, Evidence of Innocence. There you go. So, Ben, we wanted to talk to you because uh, one of the questions of the day was about Donald Trump pardoning himself. And I was like, I want a legal mind to talk about, can Donald Trump pardon himself in the United States of America? I think it's asinine. And so let me say this before I answer that question in a very substantive way. Evidence of innocence tonight, if you can, is about wrongfully convicted people who have been exonerated by clear and convincing evidence and DNA evidence, mostly black and brown people. Over 100,000 people are in American prisons completely innocent. And so this show is talking about how the system keeps perpetuating putting innocent people in prison and how police and prosecutors deceive and lie to manipulate the system. And so with that, that's a good foray, I believe, into Donald Trump. He should be pardoning these people who have proved their actual innocence, but he won't do that. He'll go pardon his friends who have participated in the Russian collusion case. And so when the constitutional scholars look at this in history, they're going to say this is the time when the Constitution was uh, obstructed. They always talk to us people who fight for civil rights 1983 cases, uh, whether it's Roe v. Wade or any of that type of thing, and they say, oh, we're not strict uh, conservatives. We don't strictly construe the Constitution. Well, when you strictly construe the Constitution, the one thing they say is the United States Senate will have the power to impeach a president, not a president will have the power to impeach himself. I mean, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, exonerate himself or grant immunity to himself. He can grant a pardon or immunity to anybody else, but it does not say he can do it to himself. He is now coming up with words in the Constitution that is not there. I think, uh, hey, this is Helen Hong. Thanks for joining us. I think um, Thank you, Helen. I think President Nixon tried to do this and failed, right? That's when he actually got impeached. Not only that, President Clinton, with the Monica Lewinsky scandal, the Supreme Court set the precedence on that a president was not above the law when they said a sitting president could be deposed uh, while he was in office. So that precedence is there that Donald Trump can't say that I have the authority to pardon myself or grant immunity to myself there constitutional parameters in place that say the United States Senate is to conduct the trial of the president once the United States House of Representatives has uh, issued articles of impeachment. So it's very clear in our Constitution who has the powers, the president, everybody, and save himself, he can pardon or grant immunity to. But I think specifically because we did not want to have a dictatorship. The Constitution spoke to those things that said this is what the Senate and the United States representative can do as it relates to the president. Nowhere in there does they say the president can do anything on his own behalf. He's now trying to uh, 
have revisionist history on the United States Constitution. Now, he's gotten away with everything else. The question is, is he going to get away with this, too? Well, um, and that that brings me to the point that I feel like we we tend to overlook the the fact that our democracy is being attacked and it's being attacked by the president of the United States. And many people are not aware of what's happening. He's doing it in every kind of way, even when you think about the things he's doing with the FBI, how he is uh, violating the sanctity of independency of the Justice Department and the FBI. He is literally saying that I can dictate to you for political reasons to go after my political rivals or my enemies. Well, that's what they do in third world countries. That's what they do in communist countries. Mm -hmm. So now he's doing it, and he's saying that he's doing it because He's the president, and as the American president, he doesn't have to abide by any precedents whatsoever. That sounds to me a lot like a dictatorship. And so you're right, Ms. Rodriguez. Our democracy is under attack, and if we allow it to happen, I don't know if we'll ever gain our, uh, our footing back because he's setting precedents. So what happens when the next ideologue comes along and is elected president. He now has a precedence, to, a precedence to say, well, we already said that the Justice Department works at the will of the president. And boy, once we go down that slippery slope, who will police the president? Wow. Thank you, Ben. I know you're really busy. I want to thank you so much for all the work that you're doing. Um, people are, who are not familiar with you should know that you not you you took on the case with the Trayvon Martin family. You worked with the Mike Brown family. You worked with the family down in Sacramento, and you've been doing a lot of work since I met you. Well, I'm proud of you. We we you're representing in such a way, Ada, uh, for not only people but for all the women causes out there. And I, I'm reminded of the 13 women that I represented in Oklahoma City that were raped by the white police officer. And we were able to get him convicted and put in jail for 253 years. But a lot of people in mainstream media did not write about the rape of those women of color. It was almost as if they were unrapeable. So that's why I'm thankful for people like you tweeting and using your influence to talk about issues affecting our lives that nobody else wants to talk about. So, yeah, I keep on it. Well, thank you. So tell us tell us one more time about your show that airs tonight. Evidence of Innocence, 7 o'clock. Please tune in. It is the most uh, realistic yet inspiring show ever produced about people of color in the criminal justice system. You have these brothers and sisters who went to prison who were completely innocent, but you see how the system works. And so if you have a loved one that you believe in your heart is innocent and sitting in a prison, this show is about not giving up on them because everybody who got out of prison and didn't die in prison from a wrong conviction, it was because of their faith and because of their families. So, yeah, we got to be there because we all we got. Oh, that's beautiful, Ben. Thank you so much for calling. Um, I will talk to you soon, and I love you. Keep doing the good work. I love you more. Thank you. Uh Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are coming back with Lisa Vidal. Yes! 
A bitch nigga with an attitude named Q Try to step to the con with a few What the fuck I look like this in a whole coast You ain't made shit dope since America's most Wanted to cease from the Midwest to the East On the dick of the East for your first release Your lease is up at the crib house Niggas get evicted In videos of white boys talking you get wicked Natural born killer nigga you natural born guy Read Rich, got the nerve to say you rob Hypocrite, I'm filling out your death certificate Slanging bean pies and St. Ives in the same sentence To the repentant on the 16th of October Get some beats besides Parliament To rock over rap careers over better off acting What trouble I see and manage your WC and wax in You're backed into a four-corner hustler Lying on your dick, said you was fucking up Use higher learning, don't take my words out of text Went from gangster to Islam to the dick of DOS effects It'd take the nation and millions to hold me back from giving you mouth shot so hit with the pipe that Ralph got Chris Tucker ain't around it's your Friday it was good wasn't Saudi she was with the boys in the hood I see the bitch in you when you don't speak your mind the bitch in you look at me in my line I see the bitch in you to be hard you trying the bitch in you it's coming out check it I see the bitch in you when you don't speak your mind the bitch in you look at me in my line I see the bitch in you to be hard you trying the bitch in you the ump of this rap shit Cube, I'm calling out, I break in and smack niggas to send a slaughterhouse. This ain't no East Coast, West Coast, none of the above. I'm from Shy, went to Cali. Niggas gave me love. There's a thin line between the fake and the real. Grafted ass nigga, I see through your glass seal. Had skills. Once upon a time on this project, yo. I'ma have to wreck a whole say. I heard a whole say you a favorite rapper. So I had to slap her. And violate you, a Muslim drinking brew Your nigga ain't no Max 10, he's a 22, I seen you Max You ain't say shit in HLQ I like the diamond charm, I might cuff it then sell It out like you sold cam and threat A year ago, you wasn't talking shit, shit about the West best. Guess you knew your shit was done, plus the one got you cable Who banging? You ain't banging shit but the table in a circle mad Ain't got no choice but to fight nah, Ain't none man. of y'all motherfuckers got a chance on the mic no Anytime way. you come out, Joe, I'ma talk about you Until you let that bitch in you Walk about you. Any last words before I hit the switch from the immortal words to one? A bitch is a bitch. I see the bitch in you. When you don't speak your mind, the bitch in you. Look at me in my line. I see the bitch in you. To be hard, you trying. The bitch in you. It's coming out, Joe. I see the bitch in you. When you don't speak your mind, the bitch in you. Look at me in my line. I see the bitch in you. To be hard, you trying. The bitch in you. So check it. Yes. And we are back, Truth Serum, in full effect. I am so um, happy and excited that I have Lisa Vidal in the studio. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Mommy Linda. How are you? <laughs> That's a Puerto Rican boy. She's like, <laughs> Puerto Ricans don't talk to you without giving you a compliment, Absolutely. even when they're cussing you out. <laughs> well, oh, no, when I'm cussing you out, you know I'm cussing you out. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking about... So Lisa did my podcast when I was at the other studio. Now we got a radio show and she's here, but she's got so much stuff going on. She's been, you've been so active this year, like not just in terms of acting, but you've also modeling. Cause I see you, I saw you at the mall. I saw this real big thing of you at the mall. Cause you were, you guys are at in the store with the being Mary Jane promotion with the New York company. And then you also have been very active in like social issues as well. So it's been a busy year for you. It has been a busy year. And I think that things are just kind of coming to me um, as well as, you know, just I feel like things that I'm very connected to in my heart, Mm -hmm. you know, issues that are really important to me are just, hi, 
are just kind of like um, coming my way. And I feel, you know, a calling to, to talk on it. And so it's actually been great because um, it's addressing like some serious issues. And especially, especially for me, like, you know, all women, of course, right? But especially Latina women. Right. Who I, you know, I just really, I love my Latina women. And I feel like, you know, these very serious issues um, are finally coming to the forefront and we need to, we need to hop on that horse and be talking about it, you know, yeah. and, 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 and crush it, you know, crush the bad stuff while we can. And, you know, so that people are really educated and instead of living their lives ignorantly and not really understanding the serious problems that, you know, that haunt our community that, you know, hurt our community. Yeah. You just hosted something a couple, not that long ago. I did. I did. I actually, I, I hosted, um, um, well, actually I just, um, did, uh, um, what was it? I, I hosted two things. Ouch. I'm sorry. Um, I hosted, uh, so I, I've been speaking about, um, women affected by domestic violence right. and, uh, victims of, of sexual assault and abuse and then uh, I hosted something for the Lane organization, L-A-A-N-E, I think it was. I'm like 80,000 things on my hand. So this organization is amazing because they get uh, policies passed. They um, fight for the rights uh, um, as well of like uh, they were part of uh, helping the silence breakers, the hotel breakers, mm-hmm. uh, the hotel workers when they broke the silence about the sexual assault and abuse that they were experiencing in the workplace. And Mm -hmm. because they are, you know, um, Latina, usually uh, from another country and they're low income, um, you know, they're afraid to speak up. They're afraid to lose their jobs. They're afraid to be fired. They're afraid to be called liars. And so this organization is amazing because they, they support those kinds of people and, and, you know, those kinds of movements that where, where there's some major challenges there because of, you know, who these people are, Latino, you know, immigrant or, you know, from another country or even from, you know, living in this country for a long time or, you know, but don't, don't, are, are at that income level where it's not like anybody's going to pay attention kind right. of thing. So we were just talking about earlier in the first hour of the show how right now activism has become a part of everybody's life. And it doesn't matter who you are. If you are an entertainer, a singer, everyone is stepping up and speaking up because that is, we are all political. And there was a time where people would not talk about religion and politics, but now it's inevitable because we are constantly under fire. Um, and this political and social climate has become so antagonistic and it's just it's just so rough to be in that you you cannot not say something. So how do you feel about being an actress that has a voice about and you speak out about things? Do you feel that you should or you shouldn't? You should separate them. How do you feel about that? You know, it, that's a, it's it's kind of tricky water because you know I'm just an actress, right? And I feel like I don't know everything, and you know. Who am I to think that, you know, my word is power? It's 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 not power in the sense that I'm entitled to, um, you know, that whatever I think or whatever I say is right and the way and, you know, so on and so forth. I respect differences. 
I respect differences. What I don't respect is ignorance and disrespect. So if I feel like, you know, I stand for something that's really important, which is, you know, respect of of just humankind and human beings, um, that's offensive to me when someone's being disrespectful. So if you're going to ask me a question, I'm going to tell you what I think, you know, and that's the thing like on my platform that, um, you know, everyone, you know, people are entitled to their opinions and, um, you know, whether this person's a Democrat or that person's a Republican or, you know, uh, if you're in the gray area, whatever, you know, I don't I, I find it hard to believe that anyone would ever think one way is completely right or the other way is completely right. right. I was like, really? The world doesn't work that way. How, how, how does that happen? And what what is a problem for me is ignorance. Mm-hmm. People who live like, you know, in their own little world and they, you know, they have their own little opinion about their own little life. And, you know, the human perspective and kindness and consideration and compassion and love is just not that important. It's, it's not that important. There it is. So, um, and um, so I, I don't want to stay on that for a long time, but I do, I do like to let people speak because I've just been watching you and I've been watching you speak up and speak out specifically with stuff that has to do with um, sexual harassment and sexual assault. And I think it's important for people who have a voice to speak up for those who don't. And I, I think it's just commendable that in the middle of all the stuff that you have going on, that you still go out and you're, you're hosting this luncheon and you're doing this. Um, but you have a TV show um, that you, a pilot that you were doing, right? So we did do a pilot, okay. but it didn't get picked up. I'm very upset about that. We just found out actually that. Um, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so. you know they didn't. They, we didn't get picked up, but that's okay. You know, it was a it was a terrific pilot um, created by the amazing Gloria Calderon Kellett, right? Who is on fire right now? I was like, wait a minute, she on fire? How did they not pick up her show? Right, right. <laughs> Who's signing the paperwork? Because they ain't got no brain. I'm like, I can't believe that, you know, the show, honestly, I can't believe it didn't get picked up because um, it's a, it was good. And it was a Latino lead, you know, um, Ana Villafañe, who's mm-hmm. beautiful and lovely and sings like a songbird and kicked booty in the pilot and just a wonderful cast. And, you know, myself and Felix Solis uh, played her parents. Mm-hmm. And it was funny. It was so funny. And it, you were, you know, it, you were going to see... It, it was sort of a combination of this Latino family, but also it was like friends. You know what I'm right. saying? And you were going to see a positive Latino family. You know, the mom and dad were like really hot for each other, the way we Latins can be. You know, hey, papi, you're so fine all the time. You know, <laughs> it was like that kind of relationship. So it was so much fun. It wasn't like, you know, domestic violence, Latino relationship. You know what I'm saying? It was really positive. So I was very excited about it. So. Yeah. So so but, you know, moving forward and I I made some great relationships and that's what that's always about. And one door closes and God opens another one. And so who knows? So speaking of that, um, you talk about being funny. I'm always 
telling you that you're so funny. Uh, my goal is to get Lisa on stage to do stand up. <laughs> I'm terrified. And it's, but you know what? It's I hosted something with you, and without it's effortless. Like you don't even try, and you just you, it's just a thing. Like Latin women are really funny. We are funny. People don't realize. Some of the most ab- absurd things you ever heard in your life came from your mother and your grandmother. <laughs> Without a doubt. Like, my grandmother looked me in my face and was like, you should have been born ugly. It would justify your struggle. Like, I was like, why? <laughs> oh, dang. Hey, lady, like, are you telling oh my me to be a gosh, prostitute? that's hilarious. Oh, Lord. But, um, so you've been, you've been funny for a long time, and I like it like that. You were hilarious. You oh, like, my that gosh. was so funny. So funny. Such a bochincha-driven, like, bochinche, like, you know, her man, his, her, her, her baby, his baby, the other one. It was like, it was like the most ghetto neighborhood kind of stuff, but it was funny. It was funny because that kind of stuff can be funny. Yeah. It's, you know, it's so outrageous sometimes. It's like, really? Really? Yeah. And, um... Yeah, it was, and you know, Darnell Martin, who wrote that movie and directed it, she really gave us the freedom to, you know, bring the funny into the the, the, the serious, what we thought, the characters thought were so serious matters, you know. Darnell Martin is also a, a Puerto Rican Afro-Latina director. I don't think people... She is, she's actually, here's the funny thing. She is actually half black, half white, but she grew up around Puerto Rican. Oh, is that what So it she was? considers herself an adopted Puerto Rican. Oh. Because she understands the people so well. And she grew up, that was like her so family. So much that she had me thinking she was Puerto See? Rican. All right. Exactly. But I think she's dope, though. I love, she is I've, so I've dope. Been, you got to know the women. I mean, there are a lot of women you don't you don't hear about all the time that have directed great things. I yeah. like it like that as a cult classic for Puerto Ricans. Yes. My brother's nickname is Chino. I love it. Yeah. And so every time I see John Seda, like I'm right. always like, Chino. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so what would you've been acting since you were a, a child, right? Yes. Your I started life. when I was 14. What was your first big job? My first big job. So I was, you know, I used to go go, go into every talent contest, of course. I was like, wait, I, I get to sing. I, I want to join. Put my name on the list. <laughs> I was always seeking stuff out. Um, but my first big job, my first big audition was um, for this PBS show called Oye Willie. Mm-hmm. And it was about a, a Puerto Rican family in Spanish Harlem. And we actually shot in Spanish Harlem. And I played the sister and um, Teresa. And uh, it was just it was it was huge back then because nobody was writing about Latinos, you right. know, and um, it, it was it, Lou de Lemos was the producer. And uh, it, it was incredible. It was just incredible. It was it was such a it, it, in a lot of ways we showed, you know, the family structure you know, it was a loving family, but we also were very real about the the issues and the problems in the community. Mm-hmm. So it was just a really great show. Alfonso Ribeiro was in was in it, oh. believe it or not. Yeah, and that was um, before Silver Ivan De Carlo and oh yeah, yeah. This is when we were so young. You know, we were babies, um, and we 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 had a lot of really terrific actors that came in to to guest star and stuff. So that was my my first audition and my first big project, and I was. And I traveled into the city from Queens and mm-hmm. to to the set, and um, yeah, that's you know how it is the New York hustle. Yeah, I, I, I love. I the New was York on the hustle. train fourteen. I was like, "What? I ain't got time for you to talk to me. I got to get honest. To it does. It does." <laughs> so you've worked on so many. You've done so much stuff. You've been, um, you've been a face for Puerto Ricans in television and film, and uh, sometimes one of the only faces at periods of time 
What has been the project that you would say was your favorite thing to do out of all the things that you've done? Oof. Oof. Um, geez, I have a few favorite projects. Um, like, I, I mean, I really actually loved um, being in a Like It Like That. I just thought it was it was such a fun story to tell. And I loved my Around the Way girl, Magdalena. Yeah, I love You know, um, she was just... She was so passionate about her cause. It was like, you know, um, I would say one of my favorite things, though, honestly, was when I did a show called Third Watch. Mm-hmm. I played Dr. Morales. Yeah. And that was such a great character. It was a positive Latina role model. She was an ER doctor. She was intelligent. Um, she didn't come from money. You know, she was she was educated and she really struggled and hustled to help the community and she was in love with doc the paramedic and it was just such great writing it was such great uh-huh. writing and also you know i love being mary jane i well, love the character in being they mary. love you on being mary jane like i got a lot of um like people it's so funny people will send me messages to my inbox like i'm gonna hook them up with you or something <laughs> i'm like i also know her husband <laughs> And love him too. Oh gosh! So, uh, Flattered. Yeah, quite a few people. Nice. So, um, being Mary Jane, you were on BET. You I know, was. you were a Latina on BET representing, and um, you became. Um, you know, like the thing about shows when they have multiple characters is that it's so funny to see who is your person, and then you had your own little like cult following on being Mary Jane. But what was that experience like? You got shot in Atlanta? Yeah, we shot in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We shot in a warehouse, you know, and um, that was pretty much, they, they pretty much rebuilt the set of where we originally shot um, the first season, which was an actual building, you know, with real offices and everything, and they just completely built the same exact uh, set. And then Mary Jane's house also, that used to be a real house, mm. but then they 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 duplicated it exactly for the wow. second season and it was pretty amazing yeah a lot of stuff came out of that you are now in new york and company um well actually that's that's gabrielle's campaign mm-hmm. um and she has a wonderful line she's amazing uh the clothes are beautiful and so that's her thing we just you know she it, it was just the ladies of being mary jane yeah, no, no, but what I'm saying, it's her thing, but she included you guys. You guys are on the, you know, you're, I was at the, in the Sherman Oaks Mall, and uh, and your the pictures are, like, really life-size pictures. It's yeah. beautiful, Thank you know. You. Your, your sister posted a lot of the pictures from the campaign, because your sisters, you guys are always supporting <laughs> each other. Yeah, she's, she's, she's a little firecracker. Well, you know. Christina Vidal. But, well, she was kick-ass actress too. Special in my house because she was Taina. She was Taina. We've got a, We we have so few Puerto Rican programs that have existed that we know all of them. Oh my god! <laughs> like we yeah. got to hold I mean, on and, to them. What's so beautiful is that she gets stopped all the time. Oh yeah. And people are just like, oh my gosh, I grew up listening to you and watching you, and yeah, you know. And she sang all the songs on the show. Oh, she did. I don't yeah, know. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, she's she's also a beautiful singer. You know, Taina. Taina. Remember? Yes. So badass. <laughs> I love it. I say it all the time too. And now Taina is yeah. a mommy. Now she has a baby. She just had a baby. Yeah, beautiful yeah. baby girl. I saw you guys at the hospital when she was going into labor. You guys were dancing. You That's were right. dancing with her, getting her ready for the for the take. We, we we was open up the hips. We was getting the hips ready to, <laughs> to have a human being come through. 
Oh my god, it was so she's so cute. Yeah, we had fun. We had we had, we actually had husbands coming out of the the hospital room saying, "Hey, do you mind my? Could you can my wife be next? Can you dance her down the hall too? Because she's screaming inside." <laughs> that's how it gets down. That's how it goes down when you're having a baby. Exactly. So, have you ever thought about doing a biopic? Is there anybody you'd like to portray in our history? You know, it's funny because. Um, a friend of mine actually sent me, and it wasn't any specific person, but I'm sure I could find one. Um, he sent me um, some articles about um, some of the nurses mm-hmm. that worked during the war back in those days. And there were several um, Puerto Rican women who who really, you know, worked with the soldiers and trying to help. And as you recall, it was like, you know, really awful with all the, the injuries and the bad stuff. And and so I was like, wow, that would be a really interesting story mm-hmm. to tell, you know. Um, and um, I just think anything having to do with, um, you know, I always wanted to play a character. Actually, I'm searching. It's funny that you asked that question. I always wanted to play like a Norma Ray character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am so dying to play some someone like that. Like I just, Sally Field was so incredible telling that story. And so those, I feel like that's what gets me excited. Those kinds of Silkwood, um, mm-hmm. um, uh, Jennifer, what, what was her name? That the, the, the character she she played. Um, What's Jennifer? The younger girl. Oh, um, mm. from the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm blanking. Embarrassing. Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence, yes. Um, she played the woman who started her empire and, you know, kind of like had nothing, you know, right. came from dysfunction and everything, and she turned her life around. And I love stories like that. And I love people who fight for social justice and people who, you know, just give of themselves and to, to, you know, for a core, you know, for a cause like Dolores Hueltas and, you know, oh, people yeah. like that do those kinds of things to me. Like that's, that's just amazing. Dolores. Then I have to go get a baby to play Dolores. She's so yeah. short. <laughs> She's, I love her. A short little firecracker though. Let I me tell her. you. No, I, I love her. I, I yeah. have mole with Dolores. You know, Dolores and Helen are really good friends. So yes. I'm always mess, making fun of her. Cause every time we take pictures, it's like, I look like I'm taking a picture with my daughter <laughs> and I make, she makes me feel so tall. I love but it. She's I so love feisty it. And she I is so her. feisty. And remember Julia Roberts played that. Erin that Brockovich. Erin Brockovich. Yeah. And that was, you know, that was good. Yes. Yeah. She did a really good job. She was amazing. So you're married, but when you, when you're an actress, you get to make out with other people and it's not considered cheating why why she bringing that you up why is she bringing that up who did who did you enjoy kissing did is there anybody you enjoyed you like i that? can't tell no no jay is not listening God, to this. no jay is arguing yeah, about but, the playoffs but, but the right person now. i was kissing might 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 be listening or their spouse might be listening absolutely not oh. i'll tell you after the show <laughs> <laughs> can you just list some of the people that you got to kiss oh sweet lord Oh gosh, John Seda, Mike Beach. Um, um, I'm trying to remember who else. <laughs> you you know what? You trapping me? No, you trapping me? Know. That's so not right. Leaving on being Mary Jane, you. I got to kiss Nick Gonzalez. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there were several others. I know. There were several others. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely awkward. Yeah. You know, everyone's there watching, and I got to kiss Laura Innes on ER. You know, oh yeah! I mean that was oh that was hilarious. I, I, every every <laughs> roach on the set showed up for that day. Everybody was like, "When's the kissing scene <laughs> between Lisa Vidal and Laura Ennis?" And I'll never forget the director yelled at everybody and said, "If you don't belong here, if you're not holding a light or a camera or some kind of no. instrument that's necessary for this scene, get the hell out!" And it was literally like. You know when you when you, when you slap down a shoe on a bunch of roaches, it was like <laughs> everybody ran out <laughs> because everybody was there to see the kiss. It was comedy, honestly. I was like, really, people? Wow, it's is it going to be that interesting? Wow, it was, it was funny. I always think about um, those because I, 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 I talk to a lot of my friends who are actresses and they always tell me, girl, I got to do this. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it only lasted three days because he was a guest star, but I got to do it. And it's just so funny to hear, um, you know, women and men, you know, react differently to those scenes or whatever. Um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we got some questions for Lisa and we want you to tell people. We have this little thing where you get to tell people some things about you that they don't know. Like, uh, you know, three truths about Lisa Vidal that nobody knows and they'll know today. So when we come back, um, think about that. (laughs) But now, since he stepped the fuck off. Here's what they think about 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 Fuck all y'all. God damn, I'm glad y'all set it off. Used to be hard, now you're just wet and soft. Bert, you was down with the AK. And now I see you on a video with Mitchell Lake, looking like straight bozos. I saw it coming, that's why I went solo. And kept on stomping. When well, y'all motherfuckers move straight out of Compton. Living with the whites, one big house, and not another nigga in sight. I started off with too much cargo. Drop four niggas, now I'm making all the dope. White man just fooling. The niggas with attitudes, who you fooling? Y'all niggas just phony. I put that on my mama and my dead homies. Yellow boys on your team, so you're losing. Hey, yo, Drake, stick to producing. Calling me owner, but you Benedict. Easy E, saw your ass and win in it quick. You got jealous when I got my own company. But I'm a man, and ain't nobody helping me. Trying to sound like American most. You can yell all day, but you don't come close. Cause you know I'm the one that flow you done run a hundred miles, but you still got one to go. With the L-E-N-C-H-M-O-B and y'all disgrace to see PT. Cause you get fucked at your green by white boy with no Vaseline. The bigger 
Mr. Dempsey win shit. Trying to tell you a year ago, but Willie D told me to let a hoe be a hoe. So I couldn't stop you from getting gay. Now let's play Big Bang, take Little Bang. Trying to diss Ice Cube, it wasn't worth it because the broomstick fixed your ass so perfect. Cut my hand, I cut them balls because I heard you like giving up the draws. Gang banged by your manager, fella. Get money out your ass like a motherfucking ready teller. Giving up the dollar bills. Now they got the villain with a purse and high heels. So don't believe what Rin say. Cause he's going out like tooth to kid tape. But I got a whip for you, Toby. Used to be my homie, now you act like you don't know me. It's a case of divide and conquer. Cause you let a juke break up my crew. House nigga gotta run and hide. Yelling Compton, but you moved to Riverside. So don't front MC Rand. Cause I remember when you drove a B210. As a motherfucking joke Let you on the scene To back up the first team It ain't my fault One nigga got smart And they ripping your asshole apart By taking your grin Oh yeah The villain does get fucked With no Vaseline I never have dinner with the president I never have dinner with the president I never have dinner with the president See your ass again, I'll be hesitant. Now I think you a snitch. Throw a house nigga in a ditch. Half pipe, bitch. Fucking your whole boy, you little maggot. Easy E turn fag with your manager, fella. Fucking MC Red, not the break. And yeah, but if they were smart as me, Easy E'd be hanging from a tree with no Vaseline. Just a match and a little bit of gasoline. Light him up, burn him up, flame more. So that Jerry Curl is gone. On a permanent vacation Off a massive plantation Heard your both got the same bank account Dumb nigga, what you thinking about? Get rid of that devil real simple Put a bullet in his temple Cause you can't beat a nigga for life, crew With a white dude telling you what to do Pulling wolves with your skin Now I gotta play the silence of the land With a And we are back with Lisa Vidal. And uh, she was just talking about her pilot. And we were excited about it because we really we are excited and looking forward to seeing Latinos on television portraying different types of roles and different shows. Also showing the uh, the spectrum of Latinos because everyone who's Latino is not from Mexico. And there are a lot of people who need to be represented so that they can see images of themselves, you know, because that that, you know, inspires um, but, you know, I never worry about you because you always get a job. <laughs> well, shoot, I'm glad you think so, girlfriend. I'm, you, I'm taking that one to the bank. Yeah, you always <laughs> do. You always have a job. I mean, it, it, you know what? You you create um, you create the magic in your life. You are always so positive. Um, Lyric and I and you have a friend in common. And I was sitting in the, in the office with her. She's a female executive and she talked about how you came through there and you blew her mind because you changed her perspective because she's so pessimistic and she could be so negative and she said Lisa came through here and it was like she did a cleansing she was like no 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 mama you got to be more positive you can't be walking around here acting like that oh my god I know she started calling me her life coach yes she's so cute I yeah you know what I I I was just talking about this as a matter of fact at this uh I I was a lovely honor um, 
um, at this organization, the Center of Law and Justice, Los Angeles Center for Law and Justice, and um, they these these people work tirelessly representing um, Latina, mostly Latina women um, that are victims of domestic violence or sexual assault, sexual abuse. Usually, they're you know undocumented and all that. Anyway, um, they they just what an amazing organization, and they honored me with uh, their Justice Award, nice. and they honored Jaime Camil. Uh, with the Cultural Ambassador Award, and it, just incredible. And I was just speaking to one of the board members about how um, how we as Latinos have to break that stereotype that we actually believe in our own minds, which is a big fat lie that you know we are that we are supposed to be in these circumstances, or mm-hmm. this is our life. This is what it's meant to be because of our background, because of our history, because of, you know, where we are or, or what we're used to hearing and seeing. And sometimes, believe it or not, in our communities, we are perpetuating that behavior because yeah. we're believing the lie. And those are the stereotypes that need to be broken. And that's why I have, you know, I really have tried so hard to play um, different kinds of characters that bring more of a positive um, human being who happens to be Latino person yes. instead of, you know, I, 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 I mean, no disrespect to anyone who, you know, uh, is a hotel worker who, who is a maid, you know, my goodness, God bless those people. They work hard and we should appreciate them. But I'm just saying it's, that's, that's not the only thing we do. That's not the only job we have. You know, I wanted to represent like, you know, the doctors, the lawyers, the housewives, the, you know, the, the, uh, executive girlfriend, or, you know, I really felt like I wanted to be a part of telling those stories and representing Latinos that way, because I feel like this, the stigmatism and the, and the, the, the bad, uh, lie that Latin young Latinos watching themselves on television see is like oh drug dealer drug dealer girlfriend prostitute stupid mm-hmm. uneducated this the other thing and that just it pisses me off it just pisses me off and it's like I'm so really that's such an old ass story like stop right no no I I agree and you you have done a good job at representing a spectrum of Latinas it, it has been you know um, I remember when who is that show with um, was it Holly Robinson that you were on? It was a bunch of couples. Oh and you gosh. were, yeah, you were with David Ramsey on that show. You were, you guys danced salsa on the show. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. I forgot I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I forgot I did that. Yeah. Oh, how funny. Because I was like, Magdalena. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh! Yeah. yeah, you've you've been you've created so many different um, stories and told so many stories that have been. I'm telling you, like the the people have been responding to you doing the show, and it's like all different. Like I loved her on this show. I loved her on this. I love, and I'm like, damn, she's done so much stuff. Aww. Thank you, sister. Thank you, friends. Everybody out there. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I no, appreciate. They that. support you. So, in a, what? So, do you want to do movies? I do want to do movies. You know, it's funny because when we all did I Like It Like That, mm-hmm. um, they didn't know what to do with us. It was like, what do we do with them? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I feel like Darnell picked out a really wonderful, strong cast. Yeah. And um, and then we all just went on to do television because, at least for me, I'll speak for myself, like the movie offers were not rolling in. 
because it was like, who was writing for us? Right. Right. Um, but they definitely, you know, for television, you know, they saw the potential in creating different characters. And so, you know, myself, Lauren Velez, John Seda, Vincent Laresca, you know, we all kind of went mm-hmm. on to do television and actually have been, you know, successful, all of us in television. I love television. I, I absolutely love it. Um, but, I mean, I, I would love to do movies. It's just, you know, who's writing right. those wonderful characters right now? Television is such a great platform and has been for a while. And, you know, breaking down that wall and, you know, mm-hmm. working against stereotype and all that kind of stuff and being, like you said, being able to be like more versatile as an right. actor, you know, you, you it's, there's just much more of a platform there. There's much yeah. more that we can do. Yeah, television is really exciting now, especially with the digital streaming, with yeah. Netflix and Amazon, the HBO and Showtime. A lot of these TV shows feel like movies now. Like every week you're watching a different movie. Like I've been watching The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, I've got to watch that one. Oh, I've been, man. I've been dying to watch that one. Yo. I, I why, can't, why can't I be a handmaid? The UK. Why can't be. I be a Latina handmaid? You, you know what I'm saying? Be. I mean, were they, were they all white? No. Well, see, that's what I'm telling that's what that's what needs to change. See? I mean, the one that just blew shit up looked like a Latina, like right. <laughs> oh, oh, so the Latina blew the shit up. <laughs> Somebody needed to do it. Look at here. If look, I will blow some shit up. <laughs> if that's my way onto the show, all right. <laughs> but but that's the, but your point is so valid, and that's what we talk about all the time until we are blue in the face. Why can't there be a Latina handmaid? Like the thing about it is, is that the only people who have a spectrum on television are white people. They can be Honey Boo Boo, and they can be a doctor in Grey's Anatomy, and everything in between. But there are all these boxes that they keep putting us in, and then they wonder why we don't want to watch it because we don't like to see ourselves as caricatures. Latino people want to see a. Uh, a face of a Latino face being progressive and being versatile and being all things because that's why they they sacrifice so much so that their kids can come here and be a better version than them. So they don't want to see their children or they don't want to see people on TV be maids. Right. Well, and how many years later is it that, you know, Latinos have been in this country? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, you know, if you trying to say we still ain't educated. Yeah. Then there's something wrong with your system. Absolutely. <laughs> because, you know, it's it's again, it's it's the lie that gets perpetuated and Latinos think, oh, well, I guess we should just settle because nothing's going to change. And right. actually, you know, if we only realized how much marketing power we actually have and how much power we need to own, it, it would be pretty amazing, actually. Ooh, I get so fired up about that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, also, you have an incredible body, um, which oh. people talk about all the time. You always when you dance on Instagram, mommy. Yeah, no, you invited me uh, to go to do this workout class, yes. and then I researched it, and I was like, hell no, I'm not going to no damn pose. Oh my god, you about have me dying in public. <laughs> you know, that's what it takes, girl. I'd be dying. I'd be dying. Yeah, <laughs> you know. know. How I, often do you work out? I work out at least three days a week, at least three days a week. I have a trainer twice a week. Um, and then I do something like running uh, some weights, that class that you're talking mm-hmm. about. It's a running class. It's great cardio. Um, my sister's wanting me to take this cycle class with her. And um, so I might try that. But I try, I try to do something active every day. Mm-hmm. 
um, if I can. Um, and sometimes when I can't, I'm just really careful about what, I, you know, how I'm eating. But I, I, you know, working out for me, actually, it's not only about looking good and feeling good. And, you know, um, it's not even only about my work. You know, it really helps me mentally and emotionally. Like, yeah. it just helps me get rid of all the crap that builds up that, you know, whatever, whatever I've been dealing with, whatever my day is like, whatever challenges come up for me, it helps just kind of release that and keeps me clear. And I feel like I'm doing something good for my body, mm-hmm. you know? You uh, like to cook too. I do. You're like always to- putting on. You're always putting that on Instagram, <laughs> and I'm like, I have never been invited for a meal. Well, so I'm a little salty. Uh, 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 yes, actually. Oh yes, no, I'm be- wrong. That's right. Yeah, yes. uh, my bad. My bad. You see what I'm saying, people? No, last you understand? Time. My bad. My bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any who's he what's it? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yes, I do love to cook, and that's see. That's why I work out though, because I love to eat. Love me some Puerto Rican food. Totones, you know, all those carbs and everything. I love it. Pork chops, fried pork chops. Benid. And I, you know, this summer I said I'm going to do, I used to do a lot of barbecues. And then, you know, I just was so busy. And then stuff I was doing and everything, I, I was just tired. But my husband and I, we love to entertain. We love to have salsa parties. Mm-hmm. You know, we I love to cook. And um, it, I just feel like, People love the videos, I think, because it's joyful, it's funny, it's yeah. dancing, it's music, it's positivity, and it's me. It's what I do. It's just Lisa in the kitchen. It's my, my kids think I'm crazy, but they laugh. My husband has to film everything. Yeah. And it's usually it's his fault. He's like, you got to post this. And I'm like, I please, my hair, um, I have a moco, you know, it's like, leave me alone. But he don't <laughs> care. He's like, No. I'm putting the, you know, I'm shooting this. So we make it fun. And I'm a goofball. Like, you know, I'm a serious goofball. So mm-hmm. don't give me a reason. Cause- oh, I've been on a dance floor with you before. <laughs> I've been. It's, it was Nina Sky was DJing. What? Nina Sky? Listen, she made me do my cardio that day. She was like, bitch, you don't want to come to this class? you going to move these hips. That's come right, on, let's go. That's right. <laughs> we were sweating our tickets. Yes. <laughs> on Instagram, I had so, you know what's funny? I had not had fun at a party in Hollywood in so long that that stands out in my head because you know what it is? You go out to these parties and everybody's talking. Nobody's yeah. interacting. Nobody wants to dance. Everybody's yeah. yeah, so click. Yeah. And now she was like, Bamo, we're going to dance right now. And me and her just danced on the and we danced the whole time. The Nina Sky girls came over. Oh over. yeah. We had such a good time. And it was like Wow, I've never experienced that here. It's just like, you know, it's even at yeah. the canyon, people walk by with their headshots. I'm like, oh, I just want to. Right. Good time. I'm <laughs> exactly. like, these bitches got all foundation at the canyon. I'm like, I hope a mountain lion pops up just to scare you, just to see that shit dripping off your face because oh, no. it makes me feel. Indito. But I had so much fun with you. We had yes. such a good time. I yeah. want you to tell people three things, three truths about Lisa Vidal that they don't know. I feel like I'm such an open book. <laughs> what don't people know about me? But okay, let's think. Let's think. Um, um, you know, I think, I, I, I think, well, one thing that, you know, I think people can tell is that, you know, I try to be, like you said, I try to be a very positive person. I try to be kind and I try to be loving and I try to, you know, 
just be a good human being and um but don't mess with me. <laughs> people don't know people don't know the the loca puertorriqueña that can come out of me. Um or maybe they do. I don't know. I I just you know, I think people sometimes like, you know, they in especially like in business, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I don't like people that try to take advantage. Mm. So anyways, so that's something about me that I felt like I needed to share. But um, also, I, I, I feel like people might know that my first love is singing. Oh, I'm, no, I didn't know that. You didn't know that. No. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Something you didn't know. Um, that's my first love. I actually started out, um, you know, like wanting to sing. It's it's what I always wanted to do. and In English used, or Spanish? It, in English. In English. Okay. But I do love Spanish, too. Um and I used to be in this 80s group. It was two, it was me, this other girl, and a guy. And we had a song called Do You Want a Lover? And we used to, we used to perform, and I had like my Madonna gloves and my hair. And, and, um, oh, I just, I just knew I was going to the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> we had Lisa, Lisa, and Lisa. What? As a matter of fact, when I first met Lisa, Lisa, I made the biggest fool of myself because she was playing my my sister's mom on Taina. And I went into the, my sister was like, oh, Lisa, Lisa's in the wardrobe. She's getting, you know, fitted for her stuff. And I was like, what, Lisa, Lisa's here? Oh, you need to take me there right now. Oh, no, take me to wardrobe. And I walked into wardrobe and there's Lisa, Lisa. And I was like, oh, my God. Lisa, 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 Lisa. I wonder if I take you home. <laughs> would you still be in love, baby? <laughs> and she was like, who the hell is <laughs> I just, I didn't care. I didn't care what she thought. And I did that. Yes, I did. I did that. So that's another thing, you know, singing is. <laughs> I think every Puerto Rican girl memorized that song and walked. That was their, that was everybody's yeah, audition song. Absolutely. Baby. God, we, she was like the first, I mean, her and Rita Moreno, yeah. right? It was like, oh my God, I want to be like her. Yep. Um, and I think the other thing that people probably don't know about me um, is, believe it or not, I, when I was younger, really what I wanted most in my life, more than music and acting and all of that, was to be a mom and a housewife. Uh-huh. I actually wanted, I would have been fine um, being a mom and a housewife. And I had dreams of driving a minivan <laughs> and having a cute little white picket fence and, you know, going to the PTA meetings. And I used to take my son to the library and read. And, and you know, it's like, no, that's not the plan. You know, God kept redirecting me. And, and it just kind of happened that, you know, I was on a different path. And even though I still had my kids, I was like, well, I want to be a mommy and I want to be a wife. So I'm doing this. I'll, that'll have to be what it is. And, you know, it's so funny because I actually speak to a lot of my younger girlfriends about these things who are actresses. They, they kind of think, you know, oh, I can't. I put their life on hold. And then, you know, a lot of times people wait too long and then, you know, they can't. And, or they end up having <clears throat> ugly twins. Well, I don't have any friends who have ugly <laughs> twins, but okay. <laughs> Fertility uh, pills, and then they have yeah, well, kids that look like Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> que mala, Dios mío. 
Pero espérate, scratch that. I didn't say that. That was that was not me. Um, <laughs> no, but you know, and I and so I share with them. No, you 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 just gotta live your life, and whatever's gonna be yours is gonna be yours. That's it. Right. No one's gonna take that away from you, and just live your life. And, the all jokes aside, I do hear a lot of actresses saying they don't want to have children because they don't want to ruin their bodies and they don't want stretch marks and they don't want to get overweight. And it just it's so funny to me because some of the baddest bodies I've seen don't have children and some of the most beautiful bodies that I've seen yours included, have kids. So it's like, bitch, check your genes because that's what's going to determine how messed up you look after you have those children. It has nothing to do. We are so vain now. and you know, We are so vain. Well, one we thing I'll so say vain. as a mom is the best thing I've ever done in my life is having children because when everything else is not, they are. Yes. And is, you know, sending your, your legacy out into the world is just yes. a beautiful thing. Yes, yes. And I, you know, I have so much respect for for women who, you know, who are moms and they, they're out there, though, doing their things. And, you know, especially I have a really soft spot in my heart for single moms, you know, who don't have That's the support system. And that. Well, <laughs> I do. I mean, I, I have tremendous respect for single moms who are working, raising their kids and doing the best they can and. You know, that's why don't give me no stick, and, and you know, because I might be beating some men that, you know, <laughs> ain't doing their job. <laughs> so besides hitting the stage with me, because you're going to do stand up, it's not it's not even a choice. Like I told her, I was going to make her host a show. She got lucky because her father was opening up a restaurant. But I was like, Thank come on. I was going to put her up at the improv. Um, where what what's next? What can people look forward to from Lisa Vidal? Jeez. Um. You've already done so much. You know what? I'm just, I'm I'm leaving it open to the universe. I'm mm. like excited to see, you know, like I said, God closes one door and he opens up another one. You know, I was, man, I had all my eggs in the history of them basket because I was so excited about that role. But I'm excited to see what's coming my way um, because, you know, it's. It's a different door that's opening. I know that um, also, you know, there's some projects that I'm, I want. I really want to produce and create. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to direct. And I, I want to create, you know, um, projects that really represent diversity and, you know, thinking outside of the box uh, as far as what is stereotypically, you know, the same story being told over and over again. And... Um, I just, I, you know, I, 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 when I, when I saw Gina Rodriguez in Annihilation, mm-hmm. she was the best one in it. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm just saying she was the best one in it, and her performance was extraordinary. And I, she just kicks booty, and here she was just playing this, you know, kind of badass chick, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, character, and and it just it goes. I get so excited. Um, seeing that because it just goes to show that if we just, you know, if we think outside the box and just, you know, create projects with just characters mm-hmm. and maybe we don't even say that they're a man or a woman and we Look, just see yeah. who comes in the room, That's you know, it's like, Ooh, I, let's, let's try this. I, I feel like those are the innovative thinkers. Those are the innovative creators. Those are the people I get excited about and, you know, and and I I get bored with people that want to tell the same story over and over again. Me too. Not interesting to me at all. Well, um, 
We're almost done. But I, I have one truth about Lisa Vidal that I'd like to share. One thing about her is that she is always supporting and um, highlighting and showing and sharing the accomplishments of other people. Like, if you want to know if Taraji has a new project coming out, you can go to Lisa's page and you'll find it. it when somebody's birthday, because a lot of people don't do that. They're, everything is me, 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 and they're afraid to, to shine the spotlight on somebody else. And one thing about you is that you never do that. And I think that's pretty dope. I would have never known it was Taraji's birthday had it not been because Aww. he posted it. And I thought, I think that's just, that's why the, the I remember talking to you when you didn't have a job before and you said the same thing, you were like uh, waiting on the universe. And then the universe answered in three days. And I was like, there she goes again. Now she's going to Atlanta and I'm not going to see her. So I've never worried about, cause you always some, you know, you create the magic. It's always that wherever you go, you always light up the room. And I'm glad you came to light up the room here today. So um, tell people how they can find you. Cause you are so awesome on social media. Aww, thank you, my love. Um, well, yes, and I and I love to celebrate my beautiful, accomplished ladies. You do. And you're one of them. You. Anyways, you can find me um, on Facebook, obviously, as Lisa Vidal. And then you can find me on Twitter as The Lisa Vidal. And on Instagram, I'm at The Real Lisa Vidal because apparently there are so many. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the real one. and <laughs> That's why I'm funny so, either. <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> So, um, so that's how you can find me. And you know, I really, I, I, I try to, I try so hard to answer so many of my fans' comments and stuff. They are so beautiful and so lovely, and I just so appreciate it. And that's why every once in a while, I was like, Lisa, you got to do a little video or something, just saying thank you to everybody because it's. I can't always respond to every single response, but this way, you know, I respond to everyone and um and just really I genuinely feel so blessed and so lucky that you know people have watched my work and that they've enjoyed it that somehow you never know who you're impacting whose life or Mm -hmm. whose thought process and that just means the world to me you know that that I get to do that every time I pitch a project I always put Lisa in it (laughs) I'm like okay I'm there I was talking to so, uh, the three pass people the other day, and they were like, "What do you, who do you think for the Lisa Vidal?" They didn't even fa- finish answering. The guy. I think Lisa Vidal could be great. She could be my sister. I can't wait. She could be my cousin. She could I be, can be anything. You know, I will be anything. I will be. Listen, I offered myself up to. I listen. I'll put a fat suit on. I'll be your your your, your tia, your titi, <laughs> your titi Golda. Put me in there. Whatever. No, it's all good. That's not it, though. It's not. It's not going to happen like that for you because that's not what you are. <laughs> But I just feel like I, like my one of my goals is to work with you because I, I she coached me for an audition. Her sister got the job, by the way. She coached me and her sister oh got God. the job. By the way, I had nothing to do with that. No. Just that, so you know. Her sister, the talented actress, beat the comedian out on the road who had to get coached. But it was so funny because I was like, oh, the, her her approach to acting is just so uh, it's so so fresh. It's just like creating the stories, creating the stories. And that for me is was such a a swift a switch for me when going to acting classes and people are like telling you to just imitate and become somebody else and then she's like no you're going to tell the story and what is the story going to tell so 
So I was just like, I had to work with her so she could coach me for the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to thank you so much. We uh, we are uh, we have run out of time. And uh, I'll say it for you. We'll return next week. But I'm so humbled and thankful that you came because I love you as a person and a, as an entertainer, as an actress and a voice. But most of all, as a human being. So I love you, too. I Thank want you, you to keep supporting Lisa Vidal and keep coming back to Truth Serum because every week we have a different show and we keep it real. All right. Yeah.